Welcome to the Empowered Embodiment Podcast. I am your host, Robin LaCombra. In this podcast, we explore all the feels in their full spectrum. Movements, both physical and social. Creativity, advocacy, belief systems, ambition, community care. Creating cultures of compassion where more folks feel like they truly belong. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being down to do the work. Let's do this. Welcome to this episode of Empowered Embodiment. In this episode, I'm joined by my good, dear friend and soul can Claire, short for Claire and Dean. Claire, tell the people who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, introductions are so easy. <laughs> so um, as I said before, my name is Claire and Dean, short for Claire. Did I say that right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> So we're going to keep that in. <laughs> yeah. My name is Clarendine, and the short form of that is Claire, <laughs> and I'm also affectionately known as Claire Bear. Um, <laughs> I'm a tarot reader, movement instructor, singer-songwriter. I do a bunch of other stuff, too, but those are the three main things I've been focusing on for the last, I'm going to say, two years. Sweet. Thanks, Claire Bear. <laughs> so stoked to have you, and thanks for coming on. So for those of you that don't know, I run a studio called Good Body Feel, and since Claire moved to Hamilton, they've been giving monthly vibe forecasts. Uh, so basically, we're doing the same thing, except now we get to talk it out. Da, 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 da. Yeah, take it away. What are we looking at for this month? Okay, so we're in July. I'm using the deck called Modern Witch Tarot. If you want to see a diverse crew of femme queer humans, this is the deck you want to get. It's not black owned, but it features um, it features black people in a way that is not tokenized, fetishized, and that's honorable. So all my my black friends that I've shown the deck to, they're like, hmm, okay. We're okay with this deck. So, Modern Witch Tarot. I think I'm going to do a full grid. Full grid. Full grid. I'm putting July down. 2020, full grid. Cancer season. Let's do it. Oh, it's showing me <laughs> cancer season. It's so hard right now. <laughs> cool. So, first we have the Page of Cups. Page of Cups, I call my inner teenager card. It's where we feel um, super sensitive about things. Uh, it's where we first form I, our identity. Um, but when it comes up in my readings, what we're talking about is giving that Page of Cups expression. Um, meaning making a really sad playlist that you can cry to or dyeing your hair pink, those things. Those things are being integrated um, into your daily life. Um, 
Or you can look at cancer as the inner teenager, the one who cries about everything and and is super sensitive about things. Um, What I'm getting is to honor your feelings in this cycle and to honor what comes up and not try to suppress your feelings here. And so we're having it next to the Queen of Cups. Again, um, in the card, you see her offering a cup. The cup is basically representative feelings. So what's in your cup? A feeling. What is showing up for you? Are you feeling overjoyed and gratitude about things? Um, again, express it. Express it to someone. You can write a poem about it. You can have the poetry be real cheesy, leaving love notes for a loved one, those type of things. Mm. Um, so that's coming up to coming up next to Ten of Pentacles. Ten of Pentacles is about legacy. It's about um, inheritance, abundance, but it also shows a group of people working together. Um, So this can be a family unit. I'm hearing soul family. Um, This, I feel like this cycle is gonna be about really understanding who your soul family is and um, who in the community is there for you. Um, And this will be based on if they can receive your emotions and not call you super sensitive, but respect the sensitivity. Um, And knowing that it is a sensitive time right now, so it's important to care for each other. I'm also hearing um, pay attention to your dreams and the dream symbols that come up or any feelings that you wake up with. Um, and I feel like that's all for that particular role. Feelings. <laughs> feel your stuff. It's an intense one. Yeah. And I love that <laughs> that first row ends on find your soul family, like feel your feelings and, and surround yourself with folks who can hold you in the full charge of your feeling. Yeah. Cool. So then on to the next row, we have Nine of Pentacles. Nine of Pentacles is about um, independence. It's about um, embracing your individuality. And in this particular deck, you see a person who is um, in the garden with tomatoes and holding carrots. So this is about your grounding tools. Um, So we're going to be experiencing a lot of feelings due to cancer season, yay, (laughs) and our Mercury retrograde, yay, and the many retrogrades, and the fall, and um, a lot of things are getting uncovered in our society right now, so it's bringing up a lot of emotion, and so there's a need to still um, find your grounding to us, basically. And so that's getting into the body. So if it's going to a park and putting your feet on the grass, um, it can also be used in meditation where you imagine energy running through your body and grounding roots into the earth and having um, the earth nourish you that way, imagining an an energy going up in the body as well. Or it could be attending to plants. It can be getting your heart rate up through body movement. Anything that pulls you back into your body as a way to process emotion and really intense feelings. This is coming up next to the Page of Swords, which I call my grounding card. Not grounding card. 
it's because two messages are coming <laughs> not grounded card it's my higher self card um it's the writer card meaning use your journal write those feelings out as a way of grounding your energy as a way of processing emotion a way of processing intense feelings and i say this keeping in mind that the journaling process doesn't have to be an hour each day. It's like when you feel to process, process. If it's 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes. If it's five minutes, it's five minutes. If it's half an hour, it's half an hour. So going with your instinct and intuition here, the writer card is coming up next to the full card. So this is about renewing your faith in the universe and it's about a new path opening up. And I feel like collectively, we're beginning to understand how capitalism and patriarchy has failed us. That's getting unveiled. And so there's a need to look within and um, reconnect with your higher power or discover your spiritual nature. And you can do that. Um, the most simplest way is through journaling and writing. Knowing that journaling can also be um, video recording. It can be voice recording. Um, it can be through painting. It can be through movement, those things. So uh, allowing that new journey to open up. And so what I'm also hearing through the intense emotion and feelings that we're having, um, this is allowing us to access our spiritual nature, um, not in the way that we've been told through religion, but a very personal connection with the self. Mm. Is making sense? <laughs> I love your broadening mm. definition of journaling. You told me that uh, a couple weeks ago and it really landed on me because I was starting to go down a shame spiral of like, oh, I know that I need to journal and I have so much that I need to express. But for whatever reason, there's just a block with me, a pen and a paper. But when you said voice recording, I was like, oh, yes. New world. I'll, I'll start a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Which is also another way. Um and a more modern way in, in with the times as well. And maybe it's like, we have to find new ways of doing things as our needs change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and cool. We have one more row. This is five of cups. Next to the king of swords, next to the king of cups. So Five of Cups is about um, sorrow. It's about feeling sadness. It is about feeling shame. It's about feeling guilt. King of Swords is about... Um, King of Swords used to follow me around when I needed to clear out things and clarify um, boundaries and clarify um, stories I've been told about myself and the relationships I've been in. And so there's a need to... Um, get down to the roots of shame and guilt and sorrow and sadness. Begin to, um, because it's coming next to the King of Cups, there's a need to approach your feelings and softness with compassion and with um, gentleness through this process. Mm. And so we're getting clear about um, why we're experiencing the feelings that we're feeling, the more more of the feelings of, again, shame, guilt, and where it's rooted from. So there's a need to clarify what the root is. 
And again, I'm saying approach it with gentleness because sometimes when we're going through negative or what's called negative emotion, um, guilt, shame, and those things, um, we tend to think of it in a way as like, oh, I'm experiencing this again. Why am I doing that? Da, 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 da. Mm. So you want to soften up that approach is like, okay, shame is informing me about something about my past or my present. And, and the other thing is you want to give space to feel those things fully. So feel the shame, be with the shame. What is it telling you about the stories you told about yourself mm. and who you're relating to in that moment? And um, yeah, so basically what we're learning to do through this season is how to honor the spectrum of feeling. So yes, you're going to feel gratitude and joy and grounding, but you're also going to feel um guilt and shame as we begin to dismantle systems of oppression. We're also looking at the ways that we've oppressed people and the ways that we've um, been unkind to others. And so that's going to bring up feelings of sorrow and guilt and grief. But you need to create space for them. Again, with approach of softness, giving it space because there's also wisdom in accessing those feelings as well. Mm-hmm. Like not be in a rush to fix it right. or repair it, but to sit with it and gain the wisdom from it. Yeah. And then again, going through a journaling process with that too. What is, you know, I'm feeling guilty about this because blah, 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 blah. And go through your process. Like name, where are the spaces that you can feel completely uncensored? And mm. you need to give yourself space for that so that we can um, hold each other in community with more tolerance and again, more compassion mm-hmm. and kindness. Yeah. It reminds me of the 10 of pentacles in the first row. And when, when, just now, when you said, where do you feel uncensored? Like, yeah. Yeah. Can you surround yourself with folks who don't, who can take the uncensored version of you? Right. Exactly. Would you say that our, like I'm reflecting on what you were saying about finding the root of your shame and your guilt. So often that's really old programming. Like our shame is some, the roots of our shame and our guilt can often be traced back to childhood memory or childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, that was just something that was coming to me. And I was wondering if that. I thought you had a question. (laughs) Resonates like, yeah. What, what is your, um, how do I figure that in? A question. How do you feel about that? Does that ring true for you in this instance uh, or in this reading that as we unpack our shame, um, as we unpack our shame, trying to find the root of shame or guilt, um, do we give ourselves permission to go as far back as, oh, this is maybe when my mom said that thing or when my yeah. dad said this thing or when... I tried to do this thing and I got scolded or. Right. So I'm going to say, if you feel pulled all the way there, go there. If it's feeling too much for you, take a break, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Take a break and then hop back in. Um, And know that it's like, it's layers of things like this um, misunderstanding that happened between so-and-so, right? Could trace all the way back to, again, the first um, 
the first time you learned shame and the first time you learned guilt or experienced guilt and sorrow and grief. Yeah. Does that, that, is that yeah. speaking to Yeah, yeah, totally. So under the deck, I'm just going to go under the deck. We have 10 of wands. And this is underlying this whole process of cancer season as we move into Leo season um, in the month. We're also in Mercury retrograde in cancer season, I believe. In cancer season. So I feel like um, things about security are going to come up. Things about um, patriotism, like who are you standing for and why is going to come up. Um, motherhood, the way we nurture people, the way we nurture ourselves. Um, I feel like there was one more thing. Feelings, feelings. <laughs> so the Ten of Wands um, can speak to um, feeling burdened by all the responsibilities you have. Mm. Wands is um, representative of creative energy and energy in motion. <clears throat> anyway, when it comes up in my readings, it also talks about um, stamina. And so mm. is there a way to nurture yourself that your energy can be since sustained rather than burning right out right mm. knowing that um when you're processing heavy emotions and intense feelings that it can be exhausting do you give yourself a break and a place to rest um can your do you have people around you that allow you again to rest and by rest sometimes i mean sleep but i also mean allowing your thoughts to be processed out loud in a way that you can be heard um, and express fully without feeling that you have to compartmentalize your expression. Ooh, big. Mm -hmm. um, for the folks that are listening and might not be super into astrology, <laughs> <laughs> right. maybe hearing you say, oh, it's cancer season and it's mercury retrograde. That means nothing right. to them. Can you uh, describe what might, what might the themes be of cancer season? What might the themes be of a mercury retrograde and how those two themes coming together interplay? Right. So from what I understand about it, communication may be, um, astrologers say communication may be disrupted disrupted and there might be misunderstandings so there is an encouragement to um, slow down with your own feelings and slow down with your thoughts you're reflecting basically so if you're used to um, forward motion and like extroverting everything like that there's a need to slow down and pull that back a little bit more and looking inward um, to your feelings um, in terms of like, let's look at it. who were you nurtured by and um, what did they offer there or what did they block in you? What kind of things were they nurturing inside you? Whether it's a um, good sense of self-worth, where have um, your first guardians nurtured um, guilt and shame? Like you're beginning to um, examine those things in a way um, where, hmm, what, what's the word I'm looking for there? You're giving yourself space to 
examine every feeling that comes up. Mm, right. Cause cancer season is like the f- season of deep feeling and right. mercury retrograde is the season of slowed down deep reflection. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we're slowing down with the feelings and that process in itself can feel super uncomfortable for people who, um, who intellectualize a lot, who use the mind a lot. So like for me, that's a lot, even though I am a cancer son. <laughs> like, so again, this is why Nine of Pentacles came up. It's like, how do you ground yourself? So you can pair um, um, giving yourself space with deep um, feeling through motion. Do you need to take a bike right now? Mm-hmm. Right now, you can use the feelings to move yourself physically as well. Mm-hmm. Is that making sense? Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Um, so to sum it up, what are the key takeaways from each line? It's like first line, feel your feelings, surround yourself with people who you could be uncensored with, yeah. find your grounding tools so that your higher self can come through and, and, and your higher self can give you hope for a new world. And just another way of saying higher self as well is um, developing a relationship with your subconscious mind mm. so that you're not moving through the world unconsciously mm. and like making decisions out of fear. You're coming from a place with more mindfulness. And um, mm. this is where we begin to access to intuition because you won't hear it in a loud way but you'll get a hunch about something and move that way and so this is what we're beginning to learn how to do when you allow expression when you allow feelings to come up when you allow things to move through your body even though it's uncomfortable to feel them yeah beautiful which I imagine is why those grounding practices or figuring out what your grounding practices are so important so that from a grounded place and a fully expressed place, your actions then are more responsive and mm-hmm. tuned in rather than reactive and out of fear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then giving yourself space to um, feel sadness and grief. We are in the middle of a pandemic. It's really intense and we're being stretched beyond um, what I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like I'm losing it. Give yourself <laughs> space to feel like you're losing it. It's it's a really hard, intense time right now. And we're learning how to be more creative, essentially, and think outside the box because the boxes that we were given are not working for us and um, held mm. a veil over our eyes about what's happening in the world. So again, giving yourself space to um, see things as they are and allowing the grief there to be expressed fully and then allowing that to clear out as well mm. as it comes in. Not holding on to it, but allowing that to motivate you into more compassion, into more kindness. What does that mean? And that's part of the journey of feeling your feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, it, that's so important is learning how to spend time with one's suffering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you always have to suffer. Um, it's just that it's it's a part 
of what we're experiencing collectively right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is overwhelming. Overwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) We're looking at 10 of wands here (laughs) where you're like holding all these sticks and it's like you're walking forward and it's exhausting and it's tiring, but it's like once you have once you allow space to feel all your feelings, you're able to move forward. It doesn't create a block with inside you. Once you find your soul family or friends that you can talk to uncandidly, then you're able to move forward mm-hmm. instead of just keeping it all inside you. Like the suffering doesn't have to be alone. Mm-hmm. And it's not always suffering. Mm-hmm. It's just things that we move through. Mm-hmm. I love that suffering doesn't have to be alone and it's not always suffering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <sighs> Big messages. Yeah. After I'm done, I'm always like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe this is putting you on the spot and mm-hmm. that's totally okay <laughs> if, if it is putting you on the spot and you can say no, but after receiving all of the this information, do you want to lead us through three cleansing breaths so the people who are listening can find some grounding and release after this transmission? Yes. Well, now I'm like, should I be grounded before? <laughs> that was my bike ride. <laughs> okay. So we're going to close our eyes and begin to sleep. Not really slow down with her thoughts, but just like be in the body. So just begin to breathe. And in a sense, allowing the breath to breathe you. So you're not forcing inhales or exhales, you're just allowing breath. And then as we begin to slow down, sometimes silence is uncomfortable. So we begin to think a lot. And I don't really tell people to empty your thoughts. I just say, allow the thoughts to be there. And then returning back to your breath, the air element. And then in a space that in the collective where we're not allowed to touch as much right now, just bringing one hand to the chest, one hand to the belly and allowing self-connection. And then really tuning into the sensation there, the rise and fall of the chest, the belly, how your skin feels, and knowing that this position is also support. And then we can take three cleansing breaths here, deep inhale, holding at the top for a moment, and then exhale, just sigh it out. And then two more times like that, deep inhale from the bottom of the belly. Holding at the top for a moment. And then exhale, just release. And last one, deep inhale from the bottom of the belly. Feeling all sides. 
holding at the top for a moment and then exhale it out. And then you can also ground with the voice through a mantra. And one I like to use now, now that we're in the cancer season and cancer loves security, um, you're gonna feel into or breathe into, or you can say out loud, I am safe in my body. My body is my home. And then taking a moment to tune in to the sensations in your body again and what has shifted and changed. And then one more cleansing breath. So deep inhale, holding at the top for a moment and exhale, let it go. And then you can release your hands. You can open your eyes if your eyes were closed. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Claire Bear. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for sharing with us. How can people get in contact with you if they want to move with you, listen to your music, Mm. um, or get readings? Readings. All of the above, you can find me at on Instagram. There's only one place I travel virtually (laughs) right now. Um, So it's at Clarity Tarot. Clarity is spelled C-L-A-I-R. T-Y, right? Clarity. Nope. We're going to do that again. (laughs) Clarity Tarot is spelled C-L-E-I-R-I-T-Y. Tarot. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Cool. Thank you so much. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We will catch you the next time. Be easy. Feel your feels. Be gentle. Peace, peace, peace. Peace.